This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1423, Transcendence, by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com, and I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, reading you blogs every single day of the year to help you live a more meaningful life. We have five shows where we do that. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this, and all five of our shows should pop right up. But for now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Transcendence by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. Everyone's looking for some kind of transcendence. For some people, religion fulfills that purpose. For others, it's a less defined sense of spirituality or other non-organized faith-based practice. For still others, the exploration of the physical universe scratches this itch. Science, math, learning about human neurology and physiology and sociology. Transcendence is about being uplifted, pulled out of the humdrum, out of the world we can easily perceive around us, exposed to some deeper meaning or truth or set of questions. And there are as many ways to achieve that state as there are people, but it probably shouldn't be surprising that our approaches in this space are one of the ways we divide ourselves up, counterintuitively fracturing pieces from the larger whole in our desire to understand the bigger picture. Reading has always been a prime method of transcendence for me. Reading fiction helps me ask questions I didn't know how to ask and allows me to see the world through different eyes. It allows me to imagine countless what-ifs and often uses language in a challenging way, further pushing me to expand my horizons, to acquire the words I need to describe the things I didn't realize I wanted to think about. Reading nonfiction has helped me catch glimpses of the bigger picture. My curiosity has been kept continuously stoked, my mind curious, by ongoing exposure to information and experiences, histories, and how-tos. Reading such work allows a person to live the lives of many people, all with their own weaknesses and drives, advantages and hurdles, environmental influences and passions, each set of properties different from my own. Books poke and prod at my mind, pushing me out the door to live my own stories, to acquire my own stockpile of knowledge that I can share. Travel, by its very nature, tends to evoke transcendence in those who approach it as a learning opportunity, those who step off the plane or boat or motorbike with wide eyes and a smile, open to whatever happens next. Discovering that other groups of people behave differently from our group of people and that other individuals lead radically different lives than we've led can pluck us from our cozy, comprehensible universe and deposit us into one that is less known. The world grows bigger the more we explore and each newly crested horizon exposes us to a new set of horizons we didn't know existed. The process of stepping out of our comfort zones and into completely unfamiliar environments can be disorienting, but valuable, confusing, but transcendent. Importantly though, it's not necessary to fill your passport with stamps to achieve these sorts of results. Inward-facing practices like mindfulness and meditation can help a person transcend what they believe they know about themselves, how they behave, what they want, their place in their world, and countless other seeming realities that prove to be less solid than previously thought, once more thoroughly explored. Inevitabilities become possibilities, and immovable objects are mounted on casters. One heuristic I found useful in my own pursuit of transcendence is that where you find awe and where you find growth, you'll often find doors to larger, broader perspectives than you heretofore knew existed. Or said another way, building your life in such a way that you're exposed to intellectual catalysts, be they internal or external, experiential or inferential, science-based or faith-based, makes it more likely that you'll live a life of less certainty, but more wonder. 
that awe you experience is your sense of what's real, what's possible, growing. It's your comprehension expanding to make room for this new data, this new potential, and it feels good if unanchored. You lose firm footing in these moments, but that's kind of the point. Eventually, you'll build yourself a new foundation, one that takes into account what you know now, these new, wonderful things to which you've been exposed, things that, after a while, will become normal, just a part of your background understanding of things, rather than novel and strange, challenging and mind-expanding revelations. With time, a transcendent experience becomes just one more data point against all the other data points you've ever accumulated. This can lead to two arguably undesirable outcomes, the need for constant hits of novelty to keep oneself mentally alert and happy, and the nihilistic sense that all such sensations will eventually fade, so it's pointless to pursue them in the first place. In the former case, Become a novelty junkie prevents a person from enjoying the aspects of life to which they've already been exposed on a deeper level. Rather than appreciating the subtle beauty of their existing understanding in between moments of transcendence, they focus exclusively on ever larger hits of mind-expanding adventures, which are valuable in moderation, but which can also flatten one's experiences if pursued at the expense of all else. In the latter case, succumbing to the notion that all such joy is temporal, misses the larger point that ebbs and flows of this kind are valuable and desirable. Low moments are a different experience from high moments, and novelty-filled moments are distinct from those that are familiar and more fully understood. Being able to find satisfaction and joy on both ends of the spectrum, and being able to recognize the value in tiny transcendent moments, not life-altering perhaps, but still enjoyable and growth-oriented, ensures that we maintain a balanced, sustainable rhythm. This is just one lens through which to view this topic, of course, but it's one that has helped me continue smiling and iterating and enjoying, whether I'm situationally a complete fish out of water or taking the time to more thoroughly explore the bowl in which I currently reside. You just listened to the post titled Transcendence by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money and this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids six to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the Go Henry app. And with their Go Henry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless canceled. Thank you to Colin, he's a great writer, one that challenges me personally pretty much every time I read his work, so I appreciate it. He has a really unique lifestyle. He was known for moving to a new place every few months, and that place determined by readers of his blog, they would vote on it. Now I think he's slowing down with that a bit. In 2020, his plan is to stay in London for a while. He also does tours, so come by exilelifestyle.com to stay up to date and check out his work. I'll do it for today. Have a great day, great weekend if you're listening in real time, and I'll see you tomorrow for Minimalist Monday where your optimal life awaits.
Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.